Hey bitch, my name is Kalima and welcome to You Are Doing Great Bitch. This is a podcast for all the bitches, for the bitches who doubt themselves, for the bitches who feel like they're alone, and of course, for the bitches who want to kiki. Join me and some of my favorite bitches on this journey of reminding you that you are doing great, bitch. But dang, we're going to be chomping. I don't give a fuck. Listen. As I take a cup, like, (laughs) all right, y'all, welcome to episode three. Episode three. The power of threes, like, really made it. We really hit up. Like, girl, together, again, period. Together, one more again. How's everybody doing? How's your day? Like, talk to me. How are you doing, Shanari? How are you doing, Steph? Um, I'm feeling all right. I tried something new today, y'all. I got my natural hair out flowing. Mm-hmm. I was trying to busting too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I was trying to embody me. Um, because way too many times I, you know, my hair is an important part of me. My hair is an important representation of who I am. And I know that's you know, right. I've been short hair mommy for a very, very, very long time. And then one day I just decided, you know what, I'm going to give the scissors a break. But then after that, it was protective style after protective style. So finally, I'm like, you know, I'm about to link with my bitches. We got to get the recording going. How am I going to present myself? And I said, you know what? We just going to let the curly fro rock. So here I am. (laughs) I feel good. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to embrace it for a little bit. This going to have to be my little... I'm going to make it work for a little while. Maybe even until I go back to work. We'll see what happens. No, well, no. It's definitely flourishing out here. Thank you. <laughs> How you feeling, Steph? I'm doing good, to be honest. I can't really complain much. Um, I woke up today, and we good, to be honest. And I'm glad we're here for episode three. Steph, stay true. To what she said, you yep. got these Oh yeah, I know y'all hear me smacking my lips. I'm over here trying to be that quiet. I'm just looking because, listen, I can't control Because I will dead devour these. I'll be like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like what I said. No. We're we up got, with the apps and okay. we got to hear properly. We match energy. block cups and these shits. I don't even like, if they, just think about heaven in your mouth. Yo, it's the perfect bite. Like, you don't uh, need more than that. That's uh, all you need. So, yes. I just want to be on my private island, just eating this, you know. Oh, and I'd be okay with that. It's the scrimps for me. Like, (laughs) it's the scrimps for me. Like, everything. It's It's the prep time. Like, Steph got into the kitchen, got the stove immediately hot. Got respectfully, like you know, and the prep time was amazing. So, just shout out once again. Follow her on IG. Definitely follow the food page, guys. Do not miss out because we getting it popping and we serving. And I'm going to eat one. Okay. At okay. state of mind with two D's. Go okay. Double that. D's. Okay. Double D's. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to. Um, okay. So we finally know who's our president. Mm. I felt like we needed Woo. to definitely get an update on that because Ooh. JoJo, I knew you was going to come through. <laughs> Joe Obama in the building. Okay. Joe Obama. I love this. I'm here for this. Yo, how did you feel? Yo. Like in that moment, just knowing that this orange orangutan bit. No funny shit. I had to refresh the page mad times because I was still like, are we dead ass? Are and I think that was a compliment that you even called him an orangutan. Like no. <laughs> I was like, you for you giving him too many adjectives. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Because son be bugging and looking crazy. Okay. So what was I doing? I was getting gas down the street and my mom was the one who called me. She's like, Biden one, Biden one. Immediately, I, I finished pumping my $10 worth of gas. I started my car. Well, obviously, I put the gas nozzle back. But I started my car, went on Apple Music, played um, Fuck Donald Trump by okay. YG and Nipsey. Okay. And I think that was the first time I actually played anything Nipsey since his death. So R.I.P. R.I.P. to Nipsey. It was very necessary. It was very. That. At the and maximum volume. Yup. Yup. Okay, as it should. At the maximum volume, mind you, I see a whole veteran, I guess, like walk into the gas station. He just looked pissed. Mm. Still played that shit mad loud. Fuck that's Donald his Trump. business. <laughs> I don't understand why the army people support this man. But you know what? No, it's not necessarily the army people because, you know, we did just pass Veterans Day. I think it's more so 
the respect that they hold for this American flag. But like to be an American means that you're all shades, all types, all ethnicities, all nationalities. Like that's what being an American is about. So I feel like they need to get real, real technical about they how they see this flag. Because yeah, it's given real confederacy vibes. They need oh, to change. The, I think they need to change the flag. And but the I know that's that, going to take a while. That's going to take a while. I'm just being a dreamer. Yeah. But it would be nice. No, definitely. It's just like you can't, if you really wake up and support somebody with the way that this man is set up, oh my, it just doesn't make sense to me at all. It scares, it's, it, it scared me. Like you're really saying, fuck so many lives okay. fuck women fuck kids you saying fuck the kids i okay. could never respect you yo. anything for the kids anything <laughs> yo kids are just you can't, they're untouchable yeah so once you're disrespecting kids taking away these kids from all these families it's just ridiculous and i could never ever support anybody that supports this man and that's just that and that's just that on that that is just that on that to hear that a lot of people not even a lot of people, but just to hear that people of color were supporting this man, it really, like, it took me it's for cringing, surprise. Yeah. It took me, I was all set. But shout out to Miss Vice President. Mm -hmm. I did not get to hear all of Joseph Biden's, <laughs> all of his, um, you know, acceptance speech. Yeah. But I did hear, and her name is pronounced, Kamala. Kamala. Yeah. Let's be respectful. Kamala Harris, her speech was, it was everything it needed to be. I didn't listen to it yet. I'm going to be honest. Because once I found out the results, I was like, okay, I don't want to think about the election anymore. I need to, <laughs> I need to go to sleep. It's okay. Very to just kind of I like, need to just, all right, all right yeah. bet. Like, I'll wait till January 20th. Yeah. But I did hear that, like, she walked out to, like, Mary J. Blige. Shout out to Auntie Mary. Okay. Because okay? that's how it should be. I want to know who's about to sing at the inauguration. That's who. Oh. Ooh, what if, um, I feel like Meg should do something <laughs> for the inauguration. Imagine Megan Thee Stallion at the inauguration performing. What song would she perform? I don't know. But <laughs> what song <laughs> would it be? Don't yeah. stop. Pop that cat. <laughs> just like that. Let me stop. Let me stop. Um, Just a little motivation plug. You said Kamala? Kamala. Kamala, you It's know? very hard to remember because yeah. you just automatically... That's what people Kamala. be trying to call my name, too. Like, Kamala, like, don't you dare. <laughs> no, for real. Because people will try it, like, on dead dogs, though. Let me stop. <laughs> but can we just talk about the 55% of um white women mm. who thought it was cute, who thought it was sweet to still vote for Trump? Like, but we know that, you know, he's trying to take away abortions, so... And, and I'm sure some of the people in that 55% need those abortions. Not even Shake that. If you table. look at the stats, <laughs> the majority of women getting these abortions are what? Why? Blanco. So it makes no fucking <laughs> sense, yo. At all. It doesn't make any sense. Um, it also doesn't make any sense even after the results of the election. I just feel like niggas ain't satisfied. They mm. can never be satisfied. Oh, just because Joe Biden won still doesn't mean da da da. So the fuck what? This nigga just got elected like maybe two minutes ago. I mean, I no, no, no. Time out, time out, time out. Because I was one of those. Right? <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I, I was, was definitely one of those, and I definitely made my statement because it's it's facts in my opinion. Because it's like, yo, let's celebrate the fact that we got this goofy out the out the way. Valid, of course. But definitely, we still got to hold him accountable and see but what he's about to do. I'm also, yeah. there's that, which I'm on, on board, but I'm talking about the, like, it's a tier below that. That's like, oh, fuck this nigga Biden. Oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. Whole conspiracy theorists. Like, whole conspiracy theorists. And there's a few of them on my Facebook page. It's just like, can we just rejoice that Donald Trump is no longer going to be in mm -hmm. office? And even with, like, Kamala Harris, it's like, it is monumental to see someone who, Looks like someone who's related to me going into office as the vice president. Granted, you know, hopefully I'm not like, you know, trying to put this on the universe. But if Biden was to get assassinated, shit, we got a female black president. Okay. If, but again, I'm not trying to manifest manifest that. Oh, them cups got me burping. I'm not trying to manifest it or anything. But I'm just saying because there are situations where that has happened where like, you know, 
presidents have died and vice presidents have had to take over. Right. It's still a, you know, it's history that's it's being made. And the that. fact that people keep pulling up this woman's resume, like, okay, yes, I get it. Like, it was fucked up that she, you know, sent a lot of, you know, black men to jail. Right. However, why are you expecting a prosecutor to do duties of a public defender? Prosecutors are in in that line of business to prosecute. Yeah, you're not about to be a prosecutor and then support the defendant. That's just not how it works. I mean, if maybe I need to go to the Supreme Court and and look it over because correct me if I'm wrong, but that's just that was her job basically. So I just feel like people need to stop using the shade room as their source of a site and their reference to like you know strengthen their opinions like do some research yeah and you don't know what this woman who was dealing with after she would get off a long day at work i'm sure she felt like shit having to send somebody to jail right for like a a fucking a roach like i'm sure she felt like shit not everybody is going to like what they have to do going into their work day and that's just that that's just that on that period like um aside from that i do feel like a lot of people need to, like how active everybody was in this election, let's keep that same energy moving forward. I agree. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I really, I got up. I was not registered to vote in the city of Holbrook, which is where I live now. I was registered to vote in Somerville. I got up and I drove my ass to Somerville mm-hmm. and I voted. As you should. You know what I'm saying? I made sure that my child's father got up, drove his ass to Boston so he mm-hmm. could vote. There are too many people who I know decided not to vote. And it's like, to each his own, cool. But be worried about what our future looks like, not only for us, because we are like the next up and coming generation, but think about our kids. Think about the kids after those kids. Like you have to start setting this momentum for what you want to see in your life. There was no way I was gonna look on social media, on news, anything, and see this man Trump for another four years. I couldn't. Right. I would have just been re-traumatized all over again. You know like, what I'm saying? I literally think of like when because we were all on campus when the election happened. I just always think about the day after and like so on and so forth, how it just pretty much changed the vibe of like campus. The campus was dead. Gloomy. Listen, it was mad mad foggy that day too. Gray skies. Like you walked outside and just, you know what? I think I'm the head back into my dorm because it's just everything. Like you felt that energy switch. So no. Joe Biden wins the presidency. We get 70 degree goddamn weather for a week straight. Well, would you look at that? Yeah, the universe knows, right. honey. Don't play. So I like to see. Don't play. Now, I wanted to add more to the election because we started talking about this before we hit record. But um, I'm sure, as you know, I'm not going to give you a whole synopsis, but there was a um, controversy with Eva Longoria. Probably don't know who this woman is, but if you watch like Desperate Housewives, then you definitely know who this person is. Like, she's one of those people you just know without knowing. But regardless, she is of Latina descent. And in an interview, don't rely on me for the source, but I know she had an interview because I've watched too many YouTube videos about this. Basically, saying that it was Latina woman who helped Biden win the election. And Outside looking in, it definitely is like a slap in the face to black women because it really like, you know, in a sense, I feel like collectively women of color, but especially black women were pushing people to vote. So let me stop you right there, sis. So what she said is she wanted to congratulate black women for showing out during the election, but it was Latina women mm-hmm. who were the real heroine. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. So in the same sense of praising all women of color, she tried to put the Latina race above everything else. Yeah. yeah. And that's that shit because 
me as a Latina woman, it doesn't make sense to me why we're still segregating black women and Latina women. Why? What's, what's the segregation between us when we're all in the same category? It yeah. makes no sense. So for her to sit here and show her ass like that, it's just like, damn, now you, you really did that? And now everybody looking at us like... And that's that you, shit I'm are, talking about. Are you one of those? Are you one of those? And I gotta sit here and be like, no, I'm not one of those Latinas that think, uh, uh, uh. Like, why are you putting us in that predicament, Shorty? It Come makes on. no sense. No, if she had just said like, oh, Latina women were heroines, as far as like they, without having black women, like you know, as her premises, I felt like she was trying to make two different points, but they just merged into one, like. Right. What she what we thought was supposed to be a period, it was just a comma or even yeah, a semicolon. Like and that's where she <laughs> fucked up. Cut. Because it's like, granted, I feel like we all worked our ass off to make sure Joe Biden was um president, but also again, like it sh- shouldn't be a competition. Like it shouldn't there's no reason why we need to be separate. Right. And this is why, you know, we have these conflicts still, even with like islands like hispaniola and it's just really sad because it's like why do why does it always have to be a competition like we should not have to compete we're all struggling literally we all we they're all looking at us like we all niggas so i don't understand what's the separation no one's gonna be like wait 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 she's latina so let's not even no they're gonna come at all of us equally so what's the point of even segregating the two it just because i mean it don't add up. When we think about it, this whole election was extremely divided. Biden won by like, if we're going to be real, Biden won by like the skin of his motherfucking teeth because there was such an equal divide in our nation. We got people who are tired of seeing what Trump put into office and we got people who are trying to see more of that. So now you got to look at who's surrounding you like, Mm-hmm. what side are you really rocking for are you my ally or are you my enemy so we cannot be enemies amongst each other okay because the real enemy honey is of a fair lighter skin tone. is a tangerine yeah a clementine are pomelo's orange too all the all the citrus is a whole citrus okay. y'all know what i'm trying to say <laughs> damn they grapefruit you know what i'm trying to say just please but shout out to pa my old stomping grounds. Shout out to Georgia. Listen, but turning blue, like I'm still shook it because because that's cra- I, I was really, not expecting Georgia really to turn red to turn blue. I was not ready for that at all because I'm over here like, damn, he might got it again another four years, and then they said, "Psych, bitch." Whole time I was counting on Nevada when Georgia him. came through. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like Whoa. that was the real part to us. Like, oh, really right. and that Nevada. was shout out to Stacey Abrams. They said that Stacey Abrams went on ahead and made sure that there was she pushed black people to go on ahead and get to them polls. She made it possible. For us to get to the polls. Apparently, LeBron James tried to do the same thing in Florida, but we see what the fuck Florida done went and did. <sighs> Florida, been I don't even know colors. why we even expect Florida. Like, I don't even know why Florida is considered a swing state. Like, that has never made any sense to me. Like, as long as I've been able to breathe, Florida has always been red. So I don't know what's swinging. Yeah, is it swinging from red to magenta? Like, <laughs> where is it swinging to? Right. Swinging tones Lord and knows. shit. Lord but y'all not knows. switching colors. Y'all switching tones. I'll see y'all literally. Niggas. Like Pat Tone called them, like, "Hey, you're gonna be six, seven, eight, HT." <laughs> no, for real. No, I don't even know if that's the real color code, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But shout out to Stacey Abrams. I think America owes her an apology. Please, in my opinion, I feel like America really disrespected her from that previous election in 2018, and of course, it was her that created a driving force for Georgia to, you know, turn blue. So we. As a country, Stacy, we love you and we're sorry. We have your back. At the end of the day, protect black women, protect all women, protect everybody, okay. except for the tangerine. And and that's just that on that. Because he's he throwing a tantrum. He's trying his he's best. He's really mad. He's he flying onto the bed like, no, I won this election. I don't care what none of you say. Pack your shit. Pack it I just thought of it. Why did Twitter, why did CNN tweet talking about Trump won Alaska? Who gives a fuck? Yo. Who was in Alaska? Who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. I'm so sorry to the people who are in Alaska. Like, 
bless your heart because you living in some brave conditions but honey what is trump has trump even visited alaska trump be on the golf field trump can't play golf on no ice can't even keep a business <laughs> yeah but on that note i keep looking on these at these shrimps so we're gonna just take a little intermission finish what's in front of me and then we're gonna get back but just remember even though we got a tangerine trying to claw his way and keep himself into the white house just remember that you are doing great bitch and that's to biden okay <laughs> okay bye don <laughs> but if you had to if you had to have a stripper name what would yours be oh i had one and y'all gotta think I've oh no i got one because th this is what people will call me whenever i was dancing at like you know the parties uh so my girls will call me k claps you know why because oh, she did not you're gonna make it clap listen <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all we're back don't mind us what will y'all stripper names be um, oh now y'all want y'all want to act shy um, but i mean no because like that's the funny part about it. Like my nickname is Shy. So like how do I <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I never been in this predicament to think of a stripper name. Hey, as much as we be talking about no we funny. should be a stripper. No like funny. you know how I feel like every woman has had that conversation or contemplated being a stripper. So I don't understand. Like oh what? It was the year 2019. <laughs> Listen. No, I'm, I'm lying. It was 2018. I'm sorry. And my father was talking about how it was time for him to move. And his landlord was cutting down and everything. Because um, my father's landlord at the time was on some shit where, you know, you got two grown adults living with you technically by the book. My sister wasn't there, but I was there. Mm. And he's like, you know, so I got to raise your rent. And, you know, 2018, I was 22 going on 23 at the time. Mm -hmm. And there's no way as a grown woman, because I, I, I mean, I've been saying I was grown since 16. Honey, okay. But, <laughs> but as a grown woman, a legitimate grown woman, like I can go to the liquor store, buy me a bottle now, come home, sip if I want. Right. But I'm not paying you rent and I can't have no company over. And by company, I do mean niggas. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would hope. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it was on some. All right, I gotta move out. Oh yeah, that was the same year you did. You was in Somerville. Yes. You was in the other side of Somerville, like yes. somewhere else. Yeah, that was a nice place though. I didn't even gonna hold you, but I, I already know you know the vibe. Yeah, yeah I ended up moving to Somerville. I was living with my aunt, her husband, rest in peace to my auntie Kalita. But even that was like, okay, no, I really need to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My aunt passed. Let me tell y'all something Whoa, to everybody. Off, but my condolences. Yeah, everybody. Listen, it's very important. Everybody who has cancer in their family, make sure that you are checking on yourself periodically. Because that's prominent in my family. My grandmother passed away. My maternal grandmother passed away from pancreatic cancer. My... <laughs> Paternal aunt, my aunt Kalita, she passed away from pancreatic cancer. Her mom passed away from pancreatic cancer, and um, I think it, I'm missing I'm missing somebody. Cancer is very prominent in my family, so that's something that even you know after giving birth and everything, like my OB was on some. Make sure you're here for your regular Pap smears, cause cervical cancer, pancreatic cancer, all that. Please go and get screened. Cancer wow, is a sure. bitch. Yeah. Okay. So just my aunt, she's a, on my dad's side, my paternal aunt. She is a breast cancer survivor. Mm, amen. So my mom, she's like, girl, you need to get a mammogram. And I'm like, trust me, if I could, I would. But I know like if you have like a history of cancer, the earliest age is like in your 30s. Yeah. So it's like, damn, I have to be living in limbo to like my 30s. But damn, my condolences to Auntie Kalina because she was a sweet lady. I think I met her once and she was really nice. That was my love. That was my aunt, my godmother, um, my cousin Nia. Y'all know my my Nini. Oh, that was Nia's mom. Yeah, that's Nia's mom. Oh, wow. Um, but me and Nia, that's like not even really a cousin. That's a sister to me. You feel what I'm saying? Shout out so, to Nia. Shout out to Nini. <laughs> love you, girl. Um, but yeah, so the year 2018. 
<laughs> I was on some, my father went from, oh, okay, yeah, we got to move out because I'm about to go do my own thing, my own one too. And for everybody who knows Mr. Daunton, like my daddy old, but that's <laughs> all right because he's still thriving. But my father is 75 this year. And swear he's like 37. Still be on the move. <laughs> like... Still be on the move. Um, but it went from, okay, yeah, we got to move to, oh, we got to move in 30 days. So I'm like, oh, I have to find a place to live in 30 days. Because I had already went from his crib to my Aunt Kalita's crib. Things didn't pan out how I wanted to. They went back to his crib. So now I'm like... I, I need to find some place to go. And money was not matching up for you need first, last security. Broker's fee. Because the state of Massachusetts is a scam. Trash. <laughs> Just garbage. Yeah, okay, straight. The Commonwealth of Massachusetts, garbage. So, yeah, I think I went as far as I know uh, there's a friend of mine. Um, I, won't, I won't call her a friend of mine. There's a girl that I know who I was in elementary school with in Cambridge a whole stripper and I hit her up and I was like I need you to give me connections but baby girl went as far as to say that stripping wasn't even going to get me the bread I want she was trying to recruit me on some Taz Angel shit Woo. so I said uh, I'm sorry I don't, I don't share niggas I, I, you know, it's not even like I just not like, but I still don't feel because like first of all I'm going to be like why are you fucking her more than you're fucking me you and know. why are you fucking her better Mm-mm. than than you fucking case, with me? In that case, sharing is not caring. Because I will I better fight somebody you. whole butt ass naked. Okay. Like, don't play me. <laughs> don't. Oh, y'all making eye contact? You want to get smacked? Look at each other. Tongue action. Oh, yeah, no. I'm. I'm I am not you gonna see a like, side of me for sure. Mm-mm. Yeah. So. My well, she was trying to give you a different option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, okay. I thought she was trying to like have you be like a madam. Like she was trying to be a madam on some like, is this the bunny ranch type? I mean, on some. I mean, basically, basically, it, it was her. I I don't want to. I don't know the correct terminology because you might see it as like a polyamorous type lifestyle. Sure. But <laughs> it's her nigga at the top. Then it's her, and then it's her sister wives, basically. But then they all, you know, they fucking for money, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So for I, lifestyle, yeah. I said, girl, I can't. I, I I'm only 22. Like I can't. Right. Do I still got my whole life to think about. Like I busted my ass in college. I right. This degree. That like, would just be a a digress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I don't. I don't put down nobody that's in that lifestyle. You get it how you live. Okay. Yeah, sex work is work. Are you comfortable with it? Go ahead, live your best life. Get it how you live. And if you like it, I love this shit. Listen, <laughs> and I feel like personally, like, you know, when I first learned about, like, you know, prostitution and all that stuff, I was just like, hmm, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I should be getting paid for this shit. I'm Because it is, it's expensive as hell. Like, yeah. So shout out to the sex workers because as y'all face a lot of like backlash and scrutiny but at the end of the day your bills being paid okay and your pussy's being ate okay. so i'm not mad okay and you got not more expensive shit than me okay <laughs> teach me okay any sex workers who are listening to this hit me up <laughs> actually email us at ya dgv 2020 at gmail.com. Just putting that out there. I want to hear some stories. Oh, Please, are we ready? To, I need to hear. Uh, oh, you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we getting it too? Let's or... bring that up. Oh, so we got an email, y'all. Yes, we got we our first got email. Oh, okay. and this we is the this is our <laughs> bitch. Tell me why. Yes, but this is from a guy. We're gonna keep up anonymous because you know we like to respect people's identities and stuff, but just know this is a man. And it starts out with, what am I in in this relationship? From the sex slave, cook, drug mule, therapist, their escape, and more. Oh, he needs to be a writer. Oh, for real. What are the objectives slash intentions? Now I have a process for entering a relationship. Three stories. So it's three stories in one. Oh, I love this already. Nookie, she just wanted sex most of the time. For me... Things were getting boring. She didn't want to leave the house. We would smoke at the park and beach. She enjoyed my presence and adored me. Clingy. All we ever did was for a date is the movies. She never wanted to do anything else. So we ended it. And then there's Missy. She was pleasant. She had problems at home with a disrespectful slash strict mothers. 
So I felt like I was her escape, but I didn't know that at the time. We did a lot and all she did was complain. And I had an issue about being black. I didn't think that my blackness um, would be um, welcoming to her family. Called her my yum yum because her, her kisses were so sweet. Sir, you need a wet pad. You need a wet pad account. Okay. I need I need the erotica. Okay. <laughs> You're giving me very zane. <laughs> very sex chronicles. I like this. Triple crown, actually, because you know. Oh, triple crown production. Don't get me don't get me started. We can't go off topic. We'll talk about the, yeah. We, we gotta reel it back in. I ended it because it, I felt like I wasn't being heard in the relationship. And that's something important too. Like you gotta be heard. She always had an excuse for why she wasn't busy. Um, she would drop her drop her with a phone call and text. She was just dragging it. Nothing new came from her. And then there was greedy. All in the name. All she did was eat. Had come over at least three times a week to cook and prep her lunch and dinner. Sir, is you Jeffrey from mm. Fresh Prince? Okay. <laughs> because you're coming over to prep and the huh? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, like it's giving me very indentured servant. But she's I saw she she good, but not for me. I scare her when I mentioned I wanted four kids, so that ended the relationship. Thank you, father. All right, not the thank you, father. Yeah. Who's miss? <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> After years, I changed to listen more. Look to friends, like how I how could you go into another relationship? I feel like the last one plays a toll on a lot of people. I wish my generation would talk about their relationship with their partner more. Mm. And that's pretty much the end of the email. So I'm going to start this off with the people who have been in relationships or who are currently in relationships to kind of like give their spiel on it. Because, you know, I'm the you know designated single friend. <laughs> um, communication is key. Communication is key in a relationship. If you cannot talk to your partner, then there is going to be repetitive issues. Repetitive issues turns into resentment. Resentment turns into animosity. Um, and then at that point, it's kind of just like, what the fuck are you doing with each other? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not about to be in a household where I can't look at you how I perceived you to be when we first were together. And now people change throughout relationships as well. Um, but once you spot something that you're not feeling, you got to speak up on it. You don't speak up on it. Then that's just going to manifest and turn into some shit that eventually you're going to be questioning like, all right, so who am I sitting across from? Who am I laying in this bed with? You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's just more so for like the, the heavier level type relationships. If you're just kind of on the dating scene and you know, you can communicate what you want towards whoever you are spending that time with. And if they cannot pretty much hear you, listen and reciprocate what you're asking for, move on to the next. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what dating really is about is learning Period. what you want from somebody mm -hmm. and understanding what works for you. So, um, Mr who wrote into us. I want to thank you for being our first. Um, we we still got to tell it, bitch, tell me why, but you, we know that you are a man. We respect that. Um, but, you know, you know your worth just from understanding these women and how they pretty much carried you. You know your worth. So find somebody that could give you that back. That's Period. all I can say. Find you someone that's going to come and prep some meals for you. Okay. okay and okay. you're listening here listen yeah no nah, i agree shanary like you really gotta know like your limit of tolerance always even if it's serious relationships or just dating like you have to know how much you're gonna tolerate and what you're in there for so like knowing what you want like you can't just jump into this shit and try to figure out what you want you gotta know what you want before you jump into dating and being in a serious relationship in my opinion, because you can't just date and be all over the place. It just, it's not going to work out. And if you're just dating, you got to keep it pushing when it don't work. Like if you see something that don't work, you really have to on to the next on them because you're going to put yourself in a predicament where you're not going to find what you're looking for. You're going to be stuck. So you have to keep it pushing with the dating. The serious note, 
again with the communication that you said you have to communicate you cannot keep shit in you can't be like oh i'm gonna let that slide no let it be heard say what you gotta say and see if they respect your opinion and like if they're listening to you because if you're not getting that back again on to the next Bitches, I just want y'all to know I'm taking notes because <laughs> okay. I when I tell you I be having nigga problems, like it's just I be having nigga problems the way this economy is set up. Like it's, it's bad. Not good sense. No, like I be telling stuff like you this, the shit that I be telling stuff about these niggas, like it really just be like wow. Like I especially with the first one, I feel like when I'm getting to know a guy, I always have issues with like niggas always want to chill at the house. Mm. And this is before COVID. Okay. Like, I'm going to make that very clear. This is before COVID. Like, all they want to do is chill in the house. Okay. Can we go to a museum? Can we do right. something? Like, right. either I'm chilling in your house or in your car. And it's just like, all right, if I'm chilling at your house, we're more than likely going to have sex. Mm. And it's just like, I'm not trying to, like, you know, eventually I want to. But it's like, nigga, can you wait? So I have, I run into issues like that, too. And then I've also run into issues where it's like, I've given people the benefit of the doubt where it's like I've been around people who are like are horrible communicators, but here I am still being hopeful that like, you know, they're going to get their shit together. They're going to get everything together. And it's just like, just recently, like I kind of just had to come to terms where there was this guy that I was texting for like about a year and some change. And like, he was a horrible communicator and like we would chill. But even then it was like, you didn't make me feel like, you were sexually attracted to me. Like we would hug after we would leave, but you don't you kiss me on my cheek, feel on my waist, something like, like, I don't know. Like I, that's one of my love languages is touch and like words yes. of affirmation. I like all five of them shits. Actually. I'm not even about to like be specific, but yeah, definitely. I just feel like it's a struggle for me sometimes to try to set those boundaries because it's like, all right, I don't want to chill at the house with you now. What? And then it's like, all right, well, it's a dub and that's just pretty much what i've been running into so sir mister we on the same page here even though it never really turns into relationships to me it just be whole entanglements and i'm tired of that shit too so help me help you (laughs) okay (laughs) and i'm gonna just leave it at that so when i hear stuff like this i'm just like damn this is not your time right now because Mm. there is matches out there you know like you will find your match Granted, I don't know how some people don't find their matches, I guess. I'm still over here, you know, in the limbo myself. Shit hasn't worked out for me, but what I did, on to the next and kept the pushing. Because <laughs> that's really what I see this shit is about. Like, you really have to go into a situation, open-minded, be as open as possible, try to communicate, try to understand this person. If it don't work out, it didn't work out. But it's just like, again, I know, like, how long is this process gonna take you yeah know, like, it's, how it's long annoying are we gonna do this routine like yeah and then it's like you start to have this like doubt of like is it me like what did i do wrong should i have went children at his house should i have done that like am i letting my guard too like high because that's another thing i can definitely say i put my guard up but it's like niggas have done me so dirty <laughs> like it's not I, at this point i'm fucking garden soil Okay. How dirty niggas have done me. So, yeah. On that note, I need to take a glass of wine. How are you guys feeling? Do we need to get some cups out or oh, something? Please. Absolutely. Pull up. All Always. right, bitches. We'll be back. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about the imposter syndrome. This is a great segue into yes. what to talk about. Yes. But stay tuned, bitches. We'll be back. Hey, bitches. It's Kalima. I wanted to just let you guys know if you were interested in submitting anything, whether you needed advice, you wanted to tell us a story, but like talking some shit, or you wanted to be featured as a HBIC on this lovely podcast, feel free to email us at yadgb2020 at gmail.com. But until then, please remember that you're doing great, bitch. What in the world? What name is this? Yeah, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> so we're back. Um, we just had to fill up our glasses, and right now 
Via Shaneri got Yago Sangria. Yes, okay. When I tell I've never you, seen this bottle. Girl, I've never seen it either. Because that good. shit for less than ten dollars. Ooh, we love it. And it will give you listen, I love this shit. Okay, I live by this wine. We need All right? to budget. What's a capriccio? Yeah. <laughs> so let me stop. Shout out to Capriccio. Let me not what you looking at me nah, crazy capriccio, about capriccio. That shit gives me a headache. Capriccio is like the ghetto version <laughs> of a housemade just jungle bro wine. that shit looked like jungle juice when you pour okay, it out like, I, I said ew why does it look like that capriccio get you buzzed too quick but then you feel like crap after yeah yo, it, yo oh. yeah it's a bad crash yo like i see why people like was on when it was like a big wave like mm-hmm. i see why people was like yeah this shit made me do this and da, 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 da. i bet it did yeah yeah now nah, capriccio right. was like really the next four local to bro. be honest Niggas was drinking Capriccio like they drink Duce or like the the classy as suit. Like yeah. you would have thought. You would have thought. I had a four local stage. Oh my god, girl. I so did I. I have my oh, four okay, local so stage. No, you. No, okay. no, 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 never, <laughs> never. No, because yo, my first, yo, my first time having a four local. I just moved to Boston, and my brother brought me to a party, yo. And he told me, he was like, yo, sip this shit lightly, because this shit be having me fucked up. My brother's a big dude. That's niggas over 200 pounds. Big mm. dude. He's like, yo, sip that shit lightly, nigga. And I'm over here like, yeah, I, this is an Arizona, nigga. What the fuck? Man, too yo, soon. I was sweating on the dance floor, and it was not because of my feet, yo. I was panicking, like, yo, what? And I was like, half a can deep. Mm. I wasn't even a full can deep, and that shit had me bugging out. Mind you, they had to redo their formula because at some point they took that shit off the shelf. <laughs> they took that shit out the shelf, and it got to the point where, like, you couldn't even have that shit in Massachusetts. Like, they didn't even sell it at one point, so you had to go to like New Hampshire oh, and everything. Pass. I can't Niggas believe they were selling that in corner stores. Heart Seven Elevens, crazy. Hello, heart attack. No ID and a can. It's disgusting. <laughs> but definitely, when I was under twenty one, I used to hit up my over twenty one friends like, "Hey, can you just at least give me a four local? Because that's really all I can afford." It was like two, three dollars. That's that's all I could afford. <laughs> it's two, three dollars. Okay, minimum wage was like ten dollars at the time. So definitely, I was definitely on that four local wave. I used to always get the watermelon for local and that was the one right there that would fuck you up the most like it was juicy juice it was very i used to do my little concoctions get my little tropicana Mm -hmm. listen i used to get turned (laughs) alone in my dorm room (laughs) with a four local i was gonna say i know it it was framingham state days for sure yeah i mean there was my crowd during that time we would all just be like, yeah, we about to hit mobile. Because, you know, yep, mobile, mobile had, all the gas station, yep. had all the little drinks. You know, some days I'd go for a Mike's Hard, that little Arizona-sized Mike's mm-hmm. Hard. And then other days I'm like, now nah, I'm trying to be out behind North in the little yard area. I'm trying to be faded. So they can grab their four local. And then if we was really feeling feisty, we'd just go to the liquor store, get a nip. Added into the four local. Um, no, I'm trying to tell you <laughs> these bitches, <laughs> and I'm taking this energy out on Shaneri because she know huh? it's not safe. It was never safe. Like I will never forget Veterans Day when we had Veterans Day off, and I went into her people's room at the time, and they I just see Jello shots, mm. drinks, a whole bunch of cocktails. I was drinking. Jungle juice queen. Back Jungle juicing, jello shot in, four local in it up. I was doing it up big. <laughs> they and used to say I was very heavy handed with the bottles. Very, you know? very. I take a bottle, I'll tip it over, they'd be like shy. I'd be like, huh? Shy, huh? Oh, 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 my fault. <laughs> yeah, so my I'm glad you're self aware and you know yourself. I had to change. Yeah. I'm a mom now. I can't do all that. Except for holidays, but I was gonna say, yeah, twenty sixth birthday, holla at me because it's lit now here. But... Okay, <laughs> okay. So Period. let's go into on a we serious got a re- note. Yeah, we got a we real gotta serious like... topic. Yes, we've been having so, fun with y'all all night. Too now. much fun, but we gotta like get serious because I feel like this is an important topic that we need to talk about. It is called the imposter syndrome, and I'm sure anybody who's listening to this podcast can identify with this. So I'll give you a real definition of what it is. So the imposter syndrome, it's basically the idea that you've only succeeded due to luck 
and because not because of your talents. And you have this fear, it's an internalized fear that you will be exposed as a fraud. <laughs> drops mic because yeah let that sink in guys yeah like because i definitely can say that i identify with those even and let me just repeat it again so i can just have it marinate into your head let me give you a, a more in-depth definition so the imposter syndrome is the persistent inability to believe that one success is des is deserved or has been legitimately um achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills but basically i don't like that definition ill but basically it's saying that like you feel like you're going to be exposed as a fraud and you feel like you know a lot of the things that you've achieved that you don't deserve it mm -hmm. so for example me starting lima loops like i feel like yes i'm happy I have this business. Yes, I am happy. I have my sisters, aka my customers. But sometimes I feel like it's not enough, or I'm just it's it comes from luck, or I don't know. And then I have times where I do feel like I'm just gonna be exposed as a fraud, but I'm not doing anything that's fraud like. So I don't know why I keep having those issues, but definitely not even just with my business, just in life, me getting a degree. Like I have all these accomplishments, but still, it still doesn't feel like I have enough. And it's super unfortunate. Yeah. I feel like you get to a point where you kind of second guess, um, and not just like you as in like Kalima specifically, mm -hmm. but I'm talking like in a general way, you second guess exactly like what you're doing, mm. where you're trying to go, what the end, what is the end goal? You know what I'm saying? If every time you reach an accomplishment, it still doesn't feel satisfactory. Definitely. Um, and then you have people around you telling you, oh my God, you're doing so great. I see you, bitch. Like you out here doing your thing and you're just like, for real? Right. Like, I'm really, you think I'm doing something? Because I go home at night and I feel like I need to go harder and I need to do way more. And in all reality, I haven't even done anything. So, like, go harder for what? Like, did right. you even go hard in the first place? You feel me? Girl, I was at the gym yesterday. And, you know, like, at Planet Fitness, when you swipe the scanner, mm -hmm. your name pops up. So, the one of the people at the desk, even with my mask, she was like, Lima Loops? And I'm like, oh shit, like mm. you could recognize me from the mask with the mask on? Like, wow, like that definitely speaks volumes. So then later within my workout, you know, I see two beautiful black women doing their workout, encouraging each other. And just me being me, I will cheer on a, a black woman or just any woman, period. Like I see what you're doing, but specifically, I'm gonna cheer on a black woman because they probably, you know, don't get the recognition that they deserve that day. So I feel like it's my civic duty to do that. So I cheered them on and one of the girls was like, hey, you look familiar. Do you do the crochet things? And I'm like, yep, that's me. So even with like me feeling like, you know, what I'm doing is not enough, I know I'm doing something and like, I know I have these accomplishments because other people see it. Like I'll go out to eat and people will be like, how's your business doing? Like, I love your business and everything. And I'm just like, it's doing good. But then sometimes I feel like, damn, I'm not posting on Instagram. I'm not enough. I'm not interacting with my followers enough. Like, usually I do, like, crochet commentaries. I haven't been doing those enough. So it's so easy to think about all the negatives that you have going on. And instead of taking a step back and seeing that there's perspective and seeing that there's a glass that's half full. Right. Absolutely. And it's better for the glass to be half full than to be empty. I don't think that we give ourselves enough credit for the little things that we do um, or the little things that we we're not taught to like we're right. not taught to pat yourself on the back, you know, for doing these things. So to us is like, what, what are you talking about? I, I don't know what that is. You right. Know? Right. And it always has to be, you know, sometimes even with an imposter syndrome, we might perceive that onto ourselves because we're not fitting into what other people are setting up for us. And that's valid because imposter syndrome, it's very common within minority women, mm -hmm. especially in school. Like 
right now, my mother, she's getting her PhD. Shout out to her because we need people like her on our textbooks, okay? And she struggles with like feeling like she's not doing enough. Like she's just, you know, she's the type like who likes to play strong and just keep it moving. But like I tell her all the time, it's okay to feel like, you know, vulnerable, but just know that you're doing a good job and you're helping out a generation, whether you may not see it now, but you're definitely helping out a generation. With that being said, there's five different types of um, imposter syndrome. There's five subgroups. And when I read them, let me know what you guys feel like you identify with for sure. So there's the perfectionist, the superwoman, superman, the natural genius, the soloist, and the expert. Ooh, honey, superwoman. Off rep. Off rep because I feel like I got to do it all and I'm capable of doing it all. But it's just like, you can ask for help, sis. You could, you know, step mm-hmm. back and really be like, damn, I don't have to feel like I have to do it all. Like, I'm one of those people that it's really hard for me to ask for help. Knowing damn well I need some help. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. And I'll sit in my room, I'll cry my ass off, wipe my tears and be like, Fuck it, it is what it is. You gotta still do it on your own. Like, didn't you just cry and reflect about how you should get some help? And then you still didn't do nothing about <laughs> still it. Still ain't like, get no fucking help. Okay. Still crying you about you needed some fucking help. Like no. So it's like it really does affect a lot of well, we're gonna keep it at women, but it affects men as well. I know y'all feel that pressure as yeah. men to really be on top of your shit. Especially and- emotionally too, Ooh. like especially with your emotions. Um, but just know it's okay to cry. I'm a cancer, so I cry all the time. But, <laughs> but I definitely would identify definitely the superwoman, like especially with me being the first out of my siblings and like out of my generation, like as far as like my cousins and everything, to be the first one to go to college right after high school and get her degree. Right. Because everybody in my family, they've either, you know, my sisters and my brother, they all got their high school diplomas. Like, all of us have got our high school diplomas. But everybody else, they got their GED, they dropped out, so on and so forth. But everybody's journey is different, so you never know. Other than the superwoman, I would definitely say the soloist. I was going to say soloist is my second The one. soloist is definitely, it strikes a nerve. Because um, I'm so used to just doing things, like, by myself. Because I feel like even as black women, we're expected Black and women of color, because, you know, Steph is Latina, but she, she black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just like, let me just, let me just not, let me include, let me be inclusive. But I definitely feel like it's just like, it's a second nature to want to, like, you know, handle things on your own. Because if, again, I feel like if I'm asking for help, I feel like people are going to gatekeep that and use that against me. Well, I remember when you needed me for this sign, the third, da, 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 da. and I just don't. I've always been that type of person. I don't want somebody to ever feel like I need them. Just recently, something so minuscule. My best friend. Now, this is somebody who I know would give me the shirt off of her back, even if that was the last shirt that she had. Mm -hmm. So minuscule. Everyone's going apple picking. And right now I'm on maternity leave. So, you know, money is real tight. Mm-hmm. So I decided to, you know, kind of prioritize where my money is going to go. Mm-hmm. And in this regards, prioritize mean if it ain't for a bill, I'm not spending it. Right. Or you if it ain't for D3, it, it's it's just gonna, it's not what you need, you know, exactly, <laughs> basically. And, you know, I really did want to go apple picking. You know what I'm saying? Like even just I know my baby's not going to remember it, you know, necessarily, but to just to get him out of the house fresh air, you know, we're in the apple orchard, you know, like, and then even just to kind of be with family, you know, because for the first, basically the first month of my child's life, my baby is now two months. Okay. Shout out to my baby. But for the first month of his life, it was just home, home doctor's appointments. That's it. So, you know, it was $5 reserve your ticket and then whatever, you know, apples you pick and stuff that you Mm got to pay for. And I didn't even want to spend the $5. I couldn't. Because to me, it was like, you know what you have to do and you know what you have to take care of. And if you go on ahead and spend this $5 for apple picking, then you're going against that. And my best friend was like, it's 
fucking dollars. Why didn't you ask me? And it was my pride. I didn't want to say, hey, could you give me $5 so that me and the baby can come with y'all to go apple picking? I didn't want to do that. Like, that's how deep it runs. I'm so used to grinding. And when I say grinding, I mean like two, three jobs at a time. You feel what I'm saying? This girl knew how to work. Two, three jobs at a time, still going to classes, still making Dean's List, like doing what the fuck I have to do. And, you know, it runs that deep for me to say, like, I did this for myself. I did this on my own. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I missed out on a lot. I missed out, especially during college. Like, girl, you just got done with with an exam. Don't get me started on missing out on shit because I feel like I'm the queen of missing out on shit because even in college. So, of course, I'm from a single parent household, raised by a single mother of four kids. I'm the third of the fourth kid. And I feel like it's a weird spot for me because it's like I'm not necessarily the youngest. But I'm not necessarily the oldest. I'm kind of like the middle, but like the second middle. So it's kind of like I'm in a space where I'm being raised based off of like, you know, past experience from the first two children. Mm. And then also I'm kind of just like, I have to be better. Like it was one of those things because of how my sisters were raised growing up. Um, I would say that the mother that I have now is definitely the mother it's definitely different from the mother that my sisters had. Um, and it's definitely difficult because I did get a glimpse of that mom from birth to like four. But then once she started going back to school and like knowing her worth, it definitely put some pressure on me. And especially with my sister being a teen mom, it put a lot of pressure on me. Like, I have to do this. I need to be great. I need to, you know, do this for my family. I want my I want to be able to make it. I have to go to college. I need to pay my bills. I need to work. I need to make sure I get these textbooks. So, yes, definitely missing out on like being a teenager or like being like a kid cuz even as a teenager, my life consisted of being there for my my youngest brother and my nephew. Because I come from a, it takes a village to raise a child. So I know how important that is. But it makes me stop and think like, damn, I wish I was able to take that time to get to know myself and get to know what makes me happy instead of always wanting to check off everything that's on the to-do list. And even in college, like, you know, I always had work. I worked at the mall, the Natick Mall, and I pretty much worked at in pretty much every store at the Natick Mall. Like, I was there for most of, like, most of the time I was in college, I was in the mall. Like, literally, okay, I'm finishing my class at 4.30. I'm booking it to the shuttle. Like, booking it. Like, running at, like, 25 an hour. Like, just to make sure that, like, you know, I have my own. Because I, you know, I would get envious, too, when I would see, like, you know, People just chilling after class, getting all these bottles and turning up just freely. And it's just like, damn, I can't even do that shit because I got all these bills. I got to make somebody proud Okay. at the end of the day. So shit, I got to make me proud. That too. I got to make myself proud. But it's like, I know that a lot of people are counting on me. And I feel like that's exactly, I feel like that's where my imposter syndrome really kicks in because I know I have people counting on me. Mm. I think that's the number one thing. Definitely having that pressure, knowing that people are looking at you like, of course, you're going to make it. Of course, you're going to make this happen because this is just what we expect of you and you haven't let us down yet. And that's another thing, too. We didn't allow any fuck ups or any like mistakes just so we would like avoid other shit that came with it, like um, people bashing us or like our family looking at us like, oh, you're just one of the other ones that didn't do shit with themselves. And I really never wanted to feel like that. Like I was one of the other ones. Like I wanted to be that person. Like my family will always be like, why don't you just be more like this person? Why don't you just be more like that? And I wanted to just be better than all of these other examples Mm -hmm. that I was like brought upon. So that, that pressure really kicks in with that imposter syndrome for sure. Like I'm first generation, so I so coming from that, I couldn't go to my mom and ask her for five dollars. Yeah, she doesn't work. Fuck, I look like going to my mom and asking her for five dollars when she needs whatever she has. 
So it's just like, exactly. knowing that, I had to really be on my shit. Like I had two to three jobs at one point too, being on campus, full-time student, and having to worry about my mom back home. So like, yep. that concoction right there, I can't ask nobody for shit at this age. Because it's just like, I'm not used to asking for anything, you know? Now I'm grateful that like, the one thing, as far as like, it takes a village, my mom, if it wasn't for my mom, I probably wouldn't have got my degree because my mom helped me with my tuition. And I know a lot of people who um go to college, they have to pay for their own tuition. I'm super like beyond grateful. Like I would literally lick the ground that she walked on to express my gratitude, how much like, you know, it means for her to pay my tuition. But even with that, I still paid for my textbooks, still paid for my, my food, my snacks, my weed, <laughs> everything else. Like I made sure that I try to do, you know, be sufficient. And even like, you know, with jobs, like I was also working at the mall. I was working at the Dean of Students office. I would do little side gigs here and there. And then there was Lima Loop. So there was, even with that, like, I felt like I needed to do something because if I'm not doing anything, I ain't shit. And it's just, it's just not a healthy thing. So bitches, we just need to give each other a hug and like, just let each other know that we're doing okay. And yes, this is not an overnight change. It's going to happen over and over. You're always going to doubt yourself. You're always going to question who you are as an individual. But I really want you to know that you are doing great, bitch. I really want you to know. Like, I'm like I'm screaming from the top of my lungs. I'm not going to scream right now because I'm in my house. But it's like, <laughs> in my mind, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. I, like, I want to shake whoever feels like they're just not enough, including myself. Girl, you're doing great. You are doing great, bitch. Like, on dogs, you For are sure. doing We really well. have to normalize, like, really patting ourselves on the back for all the shit we have done. Like, let's really um put less focus on the negative and, like, what we can have. Because it's like, we look at these little YouTubers that are 21 buying houses and shit. Talking about my 23rd vlog. Right. Like, we over here looking at them like, damn. You already bought three apartments in Miami and shit. The fuck, man? What am I doing? My million dollar house tour. Yo, I'm like, damn. I really be like, damn. I Shout out to them, though. Y'all no, really getting to yeah. it with the YouTube checks. But, like, it's not for everybody. And you really just have to sit there and, like, really think about everything that you have accomplished. Right. Because that's really what matters. And that's why you're still here, 10 toes. Come on now. Okay. Come on now. Okay. And bitches, listen, if you're looking for some inspiration, can we get into our HBIC for this episode? Yes. Let's get it. If yes. you are looking for some inspiration, I really, really, really need to shout out my good sis, my friend for 15 plus years. This girl been riding with me. Muna, okay? My good sis has a page. She has a inspirational blog slash Instagram slash. It's like basically... You're following her lifestyle and you're following her lifestyle as she battles lupus, okay? And for those of you who don't know, lupus is an autoimmune disease, all right? Um, for a lot of people, it's very hard to get up on a day-to-day -day basis with lupus, but she does it, all right? She does it every single day. And I got goosebumps. Yes, I have, to, I have to give my sis props, all right? Because not a lot of people um, can muster up that strength regardless of if you're dealing with lupus or not you know what i'm saying it's 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 a difficult world we live in mm -hmm. to just get up and have to do what the fuck you got to do for yourself mm -hmm. um but so in the loop is a page that muna created to speak about lupus it is a safe haven for other lupus warriors and friends and family of those who have that disease okay shout out to all the lupus warriors survivors and to those that we've lost to the disease as well and so Muna loves traveling, all right? It's something that I really think is kind of like her, her zen, okay? If she's having an issue, she's going to book a flight, and that's just what it is. So traveling is something that she enjoys doing, and she is always looking forward to her next destination. That is how she reclaimed her time dealing with this disease. And fitness, all right? She's going to make sure that you're keeping your mind and your body right. When I tell you that my sis can make a smoothie, that will rock your world. I'm not playing. Me and Muna finna talk. Okay, <laughs> come on now with the smoothies and everything and fitness as a whole. Sis is a boxer. 
boxing in the streets and out the streets, but we're not going to get in on that. <laughs> boxing has been a hobby of hers for years, and that is just how she keeps herself healthy, both mind, body, and spirit. So please, y'all, on Facebook, please go and like her in the loop page. That is spelled I-N-T-H-E-L-U-P, okay, in the loop. And you can also follow her on Instagram. Let me make sure that I got the correct Instagram spelling for you. Um, on Instagram, it is I-N-T-H-E underscore L-U-P. And that is my good sis, Muna. That is our HBIC for this episode. Sis, I love you and thank you for continually doing you on a day-by-day basis because you were doing great, bitch. Okay? Period. Absolutely. We see you, sis. We see you. We love you. We protect you. And we cover you with our spirits at the end of the day. And with that being said, y'all, I know we we left, you know, y'all thinking and everything, but I just, it was in my heart that this was very important because recently I had just got laid off from my job and I thought this was a perfect timing because even though right now I'm giggling and laughing and everything, I promise you probably after this episode, we're done recording, I'm probably going to get my feelings again. Yeah. But I know that it's a journey and I know that what doesn't serve me anymore, it doesn't deserve me. So with that being said, we love you guys. And just remember, if you got laid off, if your hair ain't blending right, if your nigga is too busy on his phone, hello, please remember. Oh, and if shorty's greedy and shit, all that stuff, and only wants you for sex, just remember, you're doing great, bitch. (laughs) you're doing great (laughs) we'll see y'all next episode bye bitches bye bitches And that's just that on that, ladies, okay? Also, to my gentlemen, if you are tuning in, thank you for all your support, each and every one of you. Big shout out to Anchor.fm, where we are able to make this podcast bloom and happen. And listen, if your day is feeling gloomy, if your bills are piling up, if your man acting like he about to run out on you, just please remind yourself, you are doing great, bitch. Period. Period. <laughs>